breathing in air the fake ain't phony they're just seeing impaired because you believe what you see or believe what ain't there the real world is twisted and to me it ain't fair because greedy people seem welcome to the voices in my head the intro and outro music is west and coast by the high council you can check them out on soundcloud today i want to do an episode on my conspiracy theory around Tucker Carlson's firing. Now, this happened a few days ago. Tons of people have been talking about it. People on the left are thrilled. They're happy. People on the right are upset at Fox News and are boycotting Fox News. They are comparing this to, to Bud Light's ad campaign with a transgender person. I'm looking at this a little bit different. And once again, I, I have my tinfoil hat on right now. I am playing my conspiracy theory. And when we look at these type of things, it's important to set aside our politics and our emotions to try to see what's really going on behind the scenes. As I've always said, politics is professional wrestling. And if Tucker Carlson is your favorite wrestler, you're pissed off right now. Now, if Tucker Carlson is your evil wrestler that you hate then you're happy that this happened. Set aside those emotions and let's try to figure out what's really going on behind the scenes. And I'm going to explain my conspiracy theory. Once again, tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theory and my prediction of why this happened and my prediction of what will happen because he was fired and it has nothing to do with Fox News. So I'm on Politico. This article is dated April 25th, 2023. The headline is, this is out of the defense segment, quote, good riddance, Pentagon officials cheer Tucker Carlson's ouster. The former Fox host ridiculed top DOD leaders over Biden era policies. So we get into a little bit about this article. From eternity flight suits to diversity policies to Ukraine aid, the military was a favorite punching bag for Tucker Carlson. Now that he's off the air, some Pentagon officials are quietly cheering his departure. He was openly attacking the top brass of the military. Now he did not attack the rank and file, and the soldiers. He was not anti-soldier. He was anti the people running the military, the, the generals, the Department of Defense, the chiefs of staff. That's who he was attacking. Carlson's criticism of Biden era policies appealed to many of the rank and file, which has a large block of conservative members. But at the upper levels of the Defense Department, News of Carlson's firing from Fox News on Monday was met with delight and outright glee in some corners. Quote, we're a better country without him bagging on our military every night in front of hundreds of thousands of people, said one senior DOD official who, like others interviewed for this story, was granted anonymity to discuss a politically sensitive topic. Quote, good written, said a second DOD official. Asked to respond to the news that DOD officials were pleased by his departure from Fox, Carlson responded by text message, ha, I'm sure. He declined to comment further. So the top leadership of our military industrial complex is happy he is gone. Right there, that's what caught my attention is that the people in the military industrial complex is happy because he is criticizing what they are doing. Now, he, he, he criticized multiple things. One, he criticized their woke policies with transgenderism, how to dress, all the 
woke DEI type training, the diversity hires, all that type of stuff, which is one thing. But he was also critical of Ukraine. And that, I think, is what the key factor is. He constantly criticized our involvement, our helping of Ukraine. Now, I'm going to skip over to a YouTube channel. This is on Liberal Hive Mind, and they actually dug up a podcast that Tucker did. This podcast, I think, really shows his mindset and also, to me, shows what was behind the firing. And Liberal Hive Mind actually has the same theory as far as what was said in the podcast. I'm taking this a little bit farther. Now, he has a whole almost 10, a nine minute video and a lot of his commentary, I, I really don't want to get into. I don't want to steal his comments. I just want to get the podcast that they, that he broadcasts and, the, and to show what Tucker was saying during this podcast. And that's what I'm going to be playing. So here, Tucker's about to talk and I believe it's on the Full Send podcast. I've spent my whole life in the media. My dad was in the media. Like that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like there's no, yeah, I know, I know. Cause you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. So he's saying the media is part of the control apparatus. It's not Fox News. It's not CNN. He's not saying it's CNN and MSNBC that are part of the control apparatus. No, he's saying it's everybody. It is even in Fox News. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world and to look around and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like, I actually did that. So here he just said he regrets supporting the Iraqi war. Everybody is supporting the war in Ukraine. All the Democrats are supporting the war in Ukraine. Joe Biden is supporting it. Most of the Republicans are calling for support in you in the Ukraine, the, the Republican leadership. You have a handful of Republicans that are saying, no, stay out of it. Here we have the top talk host personality in America, regardless of what channel, saying he is against Ukraine war. And here's a podcast saying he is ashamed of supporting the war in Iraq that occurred, what, 30 years ago. If you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it? Well, I've had a million regrets, not being more skeptical, calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? And I'm not sure exactly where in his life he did this concept. He came up with this concept. But that is the political discourse. It is not is the claim true? It's if you don't agree with me, I call you names. You're a fascist. You're a Nazi. You're a socialist. You're a communist. You're a baby killer. You're filling whatever derogatory term you want to use for the person that disagrees with your belief system rather than saying, well, maybe overall on the belief system, I am for something, but you may be making valid points. And let's just take abortion. There are valid points on the pro-life side of how abortion is used as a contraceptive. Many, many studies show an overwhelming number, you know, 70, 80% of abortions are used as contraception. And 
that an overwhelming disproportionate number of black people get abortions compared to white people. At the same time, the the pro-choice folks have valid concerns about people raising children when they're not capable of raising children, maybe medical issues, rape, incest. I mean, they bring some valid points, but we don't want to discuss the validity behind each of those valid points. It's if you're not in my lane, you're wrong. And Tucker had, had come to that conclusion. For too long, I participated in the culture where I was like, anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy, is a conspiracy theorist. And I just really regret that. I'm ashamed that I did that. And, and partly it was age, partly it was the world that I grew up in. So when you when you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course, they're part of the means of control. I'm like, that's obvious to you because you're 28. But I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media tries to do, though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to Right there. It is their only purpose. The media's job today is not about truth. It's not about informing the public so they can make their own decision. It's about control. And it's about controlling people by what we tell you. To inform you, really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servants. They're their Praetorian guard. And we should treat them with maximum contempt because they have earned it. Right there. That statement that the media kowtows to the group of people, the powers to be, the cabal, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them, the media kowtows to those people to control the masses. Now, tying this into the Ukraine war, many, many people in D.C., both parties, want U.S. involvement in the war. Tucker is the only conservative voice, powerful, strong conservative voice that is saying no. I'm going to skip over to Yahoo, and this is out of Business Insider, and this is a March for a 2022 article, and it talks about Sean Hannity, who's probably number two conservative voice. Sean Hannity's take on Ukraine crisis involves Putin being assassinated and NATO bombing Russian military convoy. So the second most popular conservative voice on the conservative side is saying we need to get involved. NATO includes the U.S. The NATO isn't just some other countries. We are part of NATO and we are the, the lion's share of NATO. We are NATO. So he is calling for U.S. to bomb Russian military convoys and to actively assassinate the leader of a country. Skip over to Ron DeSantos. Ron DeSantis he made a statement, and this is off of The Guardian. This article was printed about a month ago. The headline is, Ron DeSantis forced into U-turn after calling Ukraine war territorial dispute. Now, he was taking more of Tucker's side of, guys, let's maybe not get involved. And he's like, this is just a territorial dispute. Let the two countries work it out on their own. And he had a backtrack. I'm going to skip down. And this is the, the part that you're going to see where Ron DeSantis had to pivot a little bit. On Wednesday, 
Reed Galen, a Republican strategist turned anti-Trump campaigner, said DeSantis is a conventional politician. They're polling like mad and found his Ukraine position is unpopular with general election Republicans. Also, donors hate it. So here, we already know the Democrats want to get involved. Some Republicans, and maybe even a majority of Republicans, want to get involved. The one voice that the Republicans are listening to is Tucker Carlson. If we start pushing for more involvement in Ukraine and Tucker Carlson is going on Fox News every night saying this is wrong, he is going to convince Republicans to say this is a bad idea and it's not going to pull well with Republican politicians. Is that Tucker was fired because we're planning to ramp up U.S. involvement in Ukraine and they're silencing the powerful voices that will oppose it. Sean Hannity's already in the bag. Rush Limbaugh's dead, so we don't know what, what Rush's take would be on it. Everybody else is in lockstep with U.S. involvement in Ukraine on both sides, except Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson had the ear of a majority of the Republican Party. The Republican rank and file listened to Tucker Carlson. They watched his program. They made it the number one show in America, and they could not have this guy out every night saying U.S. boots should not be on the ground. And we already found out from the leak, from the Pentagon leak that happened, that we already have boots on the ground. Now, I, I always figured we had special forces there training Ukrainian forces or showing them how to operate the equipment that we have. But it looks like it's a lot bigger than that. We know we've been giving them military intelligence of how to, where to attack, where Russian convoys are at, where Russian generals are at. So bomb this building and you'll take out one of their top generals. We've been helping them with that. The next step is U.S. boots on the ground, NATO involvement, U.S. troops in Ukraine. The, the media wants everybody to believe that it's a stalemate and that Russia is about to lose. Ukraine is going to win this war. In my opinion, that is the farther, farthest thing from the truth. Yes, right now things are bogged down. It is a war of attrition. Ukraine does not have the people to continue fighting. They're running out of soldiers. Russia has tons of soldiers they can continue throwing at this war. In a war of attrition, Russia wins by default. The only way Ukraine has a chance is if they get soldiers from other countries, which means NATO must get involved. So my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory is he was taken out because we're about to get involved in Ukraine with boots on the ground. Not just selling them equipment, not just providing them military intelligence, but we're going to have our soldiers there. NATO's going to get involved. We're going to start sending U.S. troops into Ukraine actively fighting Russian soldiers. Now, you can think of whether that's good or bad. Personally, I don't think our U.S. soldiers should be anywhere other than in America. Our boys, our women, our young men should not be dying in Ukraine for some crazy war. And Ukraine is not this purity of democracy. The first thing that 
Zelensky did when he took over is he shut down all the opposition parties and he took over the media. That is not democracy. He is not a he is not a pro-democracy. He is a dictator. And we're supporting a dictator only because we hate Russia. Only time will tell if that happens. Once again, we may never know why Tucker was truly fired. Was it the lawsuits? Was it the whole Dominion thing? Is Rupert Murdoch trying to sell Fox? And he thinks that without Tucker, he has an easier time to sell it. I mean, these are all the rumors I'm hearing. They may be part of it. They may be pieces of it. My tinfoil hat thinking is we're about to get involved in Ukraine. They had to shut him down. They had to shut his voice off of one of the most popular TV programs to where the people of America, at least on the conservative side, are going to be pushing back saying no We do not want to be involved, which would then stop the Republican Party from getting involved without with the narrative now being controlled by the pro Ukraine voices. The Republicans are not the Republican rank and file is not going to push back. Once again, just my opinion, just my once again, I I clearly admit I'm a conspiracy theory. I am tinfoil hat wearer. I'm making this stuff up. This is just my opinion. And time will tell if my prediction about us getting more and more involved in Ukraine with boots on the ground, NATO involvement, U.S. troops actually fighting against Russia. Only time will tell if that's true. And we will see whether that actually happens. Thanks for listening. I could run the whole block just from walking the line. Pocket is prime. These are the thoughts of my mind. And I'm a straight rider, never stopping the sign. And I'm only slowing down if I'm stopping the sign. Six figures on the check before I'm jotting the line. It goes one for the money, two for the clothes, three for the honeys, and a four for the flows. Five O's and six.